I got you. Oh man, good, good, good. There good. we go. Woo! Oh, I knew it was an update. That was good. Yeah. Okay, that worked. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, do, we want, do we want to start off like that, or? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah not? You know, what we said we're not gonna. Everything's. Everything's. Um. Everything's how it is. How it happens is how we're gonna put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. That's just everything's real. Yep. That's how we're gonna do it. Yep. Being here. So we're gonna do it like this. Let's do it like this. We'll, we'll on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so let's get started. Yeah, man. Yeah, so um, why don't you tell people about you, who you are, and uh, what you do, basically, and uh, you know, because this this podcast is about um, the idea is to take people who don't know a lot about tech and kind of introduce yeah. them slowly into it and just give them an idea of what it's like. You know, um, I'm not, I don't, my, the focus of the podcast is not to talk over people's heads too much. Correct. So they don't like um, shy away and, and don't like, you know, um, don't want to do it basically. And we talk about other things other than it, but you know, for oh, the, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. For the most part. So why don't you talk about your, um, how you started in IT, you know, um, and, and what what type of thing can you offer to the listeners? What what advice or how did you do it? You know, what can you what can you say on that? Well, as far as how I started off in uh, IT, uh, first I was a, cable, a person who installed cables. I was a, I was an installer, so I ran and installed cables and uh, phone systems, computer systems, and all that stuff. Um, I was in the military, but um, that's what I did a lot of. I did a lot of uh, installing cable the systems. I eventually, um, in the same, I guess you could say, role, they started shifting me over to doing more, I guess you call it networking and messing with PCs and just different type of fields and I guess to a security type of uh, field. So I had to make sure all the systems were updated with the correct security um, policies and, um, and making sure that you just connect their devices to the network pretty much. It was a very small scale when I first started out. And um, I still didn't know much of anything when it came to networking until Mr. Gary here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so long story short, um, again, like I said, I was really like a cable installer, install cables um, for device. Now, that's, that's not um, a bad job to have either. I mean, there's, like right now, cabling is a big deal. Um, fiber optics, even just copper cabling, uh, it's it's a pretty big like they they do a lot of infrastructure work. They're, they're like on ground zero doing a lot of work. Uh, so that's a good job to have. So you can get into cabling is good. Um, but anyways, um, I moved on then into IT. Um, not because I don't like cabling. Cabling I still like doing cabling and stuff because it's a uh, it's more active work. But uh, I, I still like doing that. But I don't do it much because my role now. But I got into IT networking because uh, Gary here. Um, he tricked me into going somewhere. <laughs> Not explain. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, no, but um, honestly, one reason I got into IT was because um, one of the jobs I was working on, I was a cable installer. We were, well, we were managing wireless devices 
this is one of the wildest ones really that big yet. It was getting big. It was already big, but in the homes. But as far as business, businesses and like military and stuff like that, it wasn't like a big thing yet. Um, it wasn't that long ago. It was only like eight, I want to say, not even, it was about 10 years ago. It was not that long ago. It was like 18 years ago. Um, so anyways, I was installing, we, was, we had to connect these things called NEMA boxes, and they were like wireless uh, boxes we had to create for the access points. And these were for like places like airplanes and bunkers and stuff like that. So we had to have them ruggedized so they wouldn't be you know, messed up in those places. And there was one time to where I came to the manager, asked anybody if he knew how to connect remotely to a network device. And I was like, um, I don't know, you know. And then one of my friends I worked with, said, oh, you have to use Telnet. And he went up to the device, called to a type in Telnet, and put the IP address in there. I looked at him like he was a genius. I was like, whoa, what the heck is that? I knew, I was like, what the heck? How did you know how to do that? And uh, if you're a network guy, it's like, what? It's nothing that big. But to me at that time, I was like, what the heck is this? And I was like b baffled at this thing called Telnet. I was like, what the heck? And then like, you know, from there, I was, okay, was kind of interested in, I tried to learn IT on my own and with friends, but it was so confusing. It was just, or networking, as far as IT, I mean networking, it was confusing as heck. Because um, there, there was a lot of fields in IT, so I can't say IT, but once, I'm talking about networking. It was confusing as heck, so uh, when I was at the job, I was in Germany. Um, lo and behold, Gary stayed in contact, because we worked before. And um, Gary said, hey, hey, you should uh, come to India. Uh, they got good training here. You know, Mr. Abita, you know. <laughs> 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 uh, I, you know, I'm going to track, I'm going to talk just, just, just a little bit. A beat actually contacted me uh, a few months ago. Oh, that's that cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, it was on Facebook. You know, he said, hey, he saw, he saw I was traveling, so he, he said I was doing this like that. But anyways, um, um, so yeah, so I got an IT that way. Uh, Gary here um, got me to go to India. Um, which was a really good idea for me because I knew nothing about IT networking as far as networking is concerned. And I went to India, and long story short, which I said up like a few minutes ago, but anyways, um, I went to India because Jenny suggested it. And it was one of the best ideas, suggestions I have got because I went to India not knowing a thing. I mean, this was like a few weeks or about a month or two after I knew about the Telnet command. And I went to India not knowing anything besides Telnet, <laughs> the Telnet command. And IP, I guess uh, what an IP was, but I, know, I didn't really know about the structure of IP addresses and stuff like that. So I went to India, not knowing anything, and after three months of India, I left India pretty much being pretty good at riding and switching and networking and going to uh, California with a job. That's how I got into uh, IT as far as networking is concerned. Because uh, uh, the ability to, wanting to, I guess say, advance myself and learn more and just take it upon myself to um, to get better and just get a new, uh, I guess you could say, a skill. That, that's pretty much what it boils down to. I just want a new skill. And the best way to get a new skill is just to go out and just learn it. Just find a way to, you don't have to travel to India like I did, but, you know. Um, especially now because there's a whole lot more, I guess you could say, um, platforms out there that you can learn from now to you know start learning new new um, skill sets stuff like that, and not just in the IT field. This this could be a lot of fields have plenty of to learn. Not just out there now, you can learn. Not even going to a or you can 
you can learn on your own, pretty much is what I'm trying to say. Um, so that's how I got my IT, was, um, because the little girl here suggested, and I, uh, I listen to people, I listen to a lot of people, I, I listen to a lot of suggestions from a lot of people, and if it sounds good legit, I'm not going to ignore or dis disagree with it just because I'm not used to it or I'm not, you know, I don't, you know, um, I don't uh, agree. It sounds good, and if it's um, not hurting anybody myself, and it's some, something that I'm interested in, then I'll, I'll, I'll at least look at it, look into it, and that's what I do with that, and I'm glad, I'm glad I look into it, and I got my IT that way. That's awesome, man. So did you, uh, so like if you were to talk to some folks, right, you would probably, you would say what, college or certification or what? Like, See, I don't want to tell people not to go to college, you know, that, and that, that's, if, that's somebody wants to, if that's what somebody wants to do, then yes, go to college. But I'll tell you right now, um, I believe, see, college for me is outdated in the sense how they, how they, go along and go about their, I just say training, the, the classes and courses and everything like that. So I, I actually did go to college for, for two years, a year and a half after, this was after I went to um, India. We went to um, college for about a year and a half, two years. Actually, it was about yeah, two years. I went to college for two years and I was really upset going to college because I did not learn a dang thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was really upset because I went for a year and a half, two years. Uh, so this is what happened. So after I went to India for three months, I was running out of money, so I had to leave. I wish I stayed longer. Um, but I went, I, I eventually got a job in California with Gary, um, actually. Uh, that's a crazy story. It's all right. Yeah. Let, me, let me go real quick, real quick. So when I was in uh, Germany, um, I was working for one company, but then another company contacted me. And so they brought me over, and they, they, they walked me through the facility and everything like that. And everything went good. The interview and everything went good. Um, but the only thing that stopped me from getting it was, he said, I look too young. I was like, what? So, okay, okay, whatever. So I suggested one of my friends that was there, and he got hired. Um, uh, actually, well, like two months later, he got hired. I went to India because of that. I was, you know what? I went to India. And then uh, I suggested Gary to that same company in Germany, but he ended up getting a job with that company in California. And then, then he suggested me to that same company that I suggested him to for a position in California. So then I got a job in California at the end. So that's how I ended up in California. It was like a circle of networking, I guess you could say. That's a true circle of networking right there. <laughs> it's always good to know, people. That's, that's, a, that's a true story, uh, true, um, true evidence of networking. But anyways, um, so at the end, I went to California. Um, and I was supposed to keep my training going on. So I was supposed to go at the expert level of the, um, the uh, course I went for. But when I went to the, the new job in California, they said the certification I had was required. When I got there, they needed two other certifications. So I put my training on hold for a few months to do this training. And it wasn't much. It was a A-plus in Microsoft Certified Desktop Service Technician. Um, I didn't do too much studying for it. it was pretty, the questions were pretty... I don't want to say easy, but they were pretty um, common sense questions. Like, what do you do if somebody cusses at you on the phone, a customer? And like, what do you do? Cuss back? <laughs> situation? What do you do? Tell them the F off. So it was a pretty, you know, a lot of questions were like that. So that was a pretty, you know, easy test, I guess you could say. But anyways, um, so I was supposed to uh, continue my 
training and networking and stuff like that. But then I decided to get a bright idea. You know what? Me and this colleague of mine decided, um, and I'm sure you, um, you might know him, David, because uh, he, he worked, he might, he might have came after you left. Yeah, man. But, um, but uh, yeah, so I was like, you know what? We, we came with this idea. Let us go to college. So I looked at the um, college degree that they had. I went to call, I went to online university called uh, Colorado Technical University. And I went to the, I went the course of, Information Technology Security, and it was a bachelor's degree program, and I went, I, I, I applied for it, and I got into it, wasn't, you know, just applied for it. I was expecting to get some credits off of it, since I already had certification, oh, you know, Cisco certified, never associate, because I went to India and got that, but I didn't get it because of, I got it when I went back to Germany, took the test, passed it, because of the training I got in India, and uh, I'm thinking, hey, they're going to take some credits because of this. They're going to take credits because the military. They're going to take credits because of my A plus MCDST and because of some of the, you know, my work history. They didn't take anything. I was kind of mad. Okay, whatever. So I went to, I went to school. After about a year and a half, two years, I realized I'm not learning anything that really nothing new. And actually, I know nothing now that can help me with my current job. And I don't think anything I know now can help me with future jobs. The only thing I really learned was probably some Java programming, but. I'm not a programmer like that in that case. So that's not what I was going to school. I was going to uh, college for the course, which was IT security. And nothing was teaching yet. Nothing was really remotely close to anything networking. So I was kind of confused. Didn't learn anything. And I dropped out eventually. After, after that, I dropped out. I stopped going. I dropped out. And I, I went back to studying on my own, you know, and doing that, going that route. And it's been a whole lot better. Um, so as far as college is concerned, I would say that depending on what you go for, it's needed like a doctor, yes, of course, um, maybe a scientist, yes, uh, electrical engineer, because you got to have hands-on stuff. So for that type of stuff, yes, you're going to need it, I guess you could say. But, and honestly, for a lot of IT fields, I think it, I think a lot of colleges are outdated for a lot of IT, and not just IT, but a lot of industries, I think they're outdated. I, I don't think was, I don't think you need a lot of those. What do you call those courses that you don't need at all? Because there's nothing towards what you want to do. Um, prerequisites or um, what they call those courses? Uh, Requisite or prerequisite? <laughs> I don't think most of those courses I do not believe are needed because, like, well, I think you got the English course, you have the grammar course, you got all those courses, and honestly, as since I started doing IT, I cannot recall. Not one CTO, not one director, not one manager. Not this is when I have a job, and when I'm like interviewing for jobs, I haven't heard one. Um, I've not come across one recruiter, one HR person, you know, human resource person, one anybody complain about the spacing on your <laughs> your your your, your um, notes, the spacing on your emails, you know. How, how are your, what's your, what's your, um, dear, this, I've had, I haven't had anybody complain about how I type my letters, how I type anything. I have yet to come across anybody give two craps about that, honestly. I have seen, nobody care about, nobody cares about that stuff. All they want to know is, is it going to save the company money? Is it going to, is this going to fix this? Is this going to help? As long as they can understand that, they, they're okay with how you type your letters. Of course, if you, if they don't, if it's un readable, like there's no 
you're misspelling everything and everything's out of order, of course, they might have issued in. But as far as going to college and taking these courses to to know the spacing between each letter, how I should write in all the tabs, and I have yet to come across any company or any, any um, I guess you could say, leader, like CTO, director. I deal with CTO, directors, project managers. I have yet to see any one of those guys care. I see some of those guys mess up on letters. So I see just any one of those guys care about how it's written. All they care about is it readable, is it understandable, and is it what we're trying to, you know, focus on. And that's, the, like, so I'm, all these courses I'm seeing on, on colleges is, like, I don't think they're really, like, I don't think they're, I think they're outdated is what I'm trying to say. And I think they're outdated because it makes them a lot of money. So they, they want all those courses on there because it makes them a lot of money. But to me, I just think, I think they don't have enough, they're not, they don't have enough, we should say they don't have enough um, enough focused material to really get anybody anywhere after college. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Because let's look at it this way: if you take, I I, I think maybe could probably be a fact. If you take somebody that goes to two years of college versus someone, let's say okay, let's do like this guy. Let's say you yeah. take somebody who goes to college for two years straight and does their curriculum, right? And then you mm-hmm. take somebody that takes two years, let's just say money's not an issue, let's just say that they're training. Let's just say they're training and studying based on what they're getting. So let's say somebody goes to college for two years straight. And then you take somebody that goes on their own and studies something that they want to study in IT. Let's say, let's say IT, they go for IT networking, right? A person in college going to IT networking versus somebody doing their own studying going to their own training, you know, private companies doing given training, private um, um, vendors giving training. They say they spend two years doing that versus somebody who goes two years of college. Who do you think is going to have way more knowledge in a specific or just way more knowledge in networking after that two years over with? Oh, yeah. yeah. After two yeah. years, trust me, after two years of studying on your own and going to um, Maybe like a private company's um, own, I guess you could say, training courses for like a month or two months. Doing that for two years straight, you will have, you will probably be an expert in a few fields versus somebody coming out of college who I would guarantee you be borderline clueless about any technology. You would be borderline clueless about most technologies coming out of college. This is somebody running on their own trying to go for the same type of um, knowledge in the same field. You would, um, as far as IT is concerned, you would probably almost be outclassed in every category, I, I would say. Yeah. Because um, I've been around some interns and no fault to their own, but they come into the, they came into our company, I went to a health company, and we had a few mm-hmm. interns. We haven't had an intern in a while, but when we did have some, um, I realized that the progress they made over the two years at the college, or it was in the college, I think it was ITT, Technical University, something like that, or any of those universities, but what they was learning was, what I was looking at, I'm like, this is, I would be born on pissed if I went through that for two years, which I did. <laughs> uh, that's why I know that, because I'm glad I went to India first and then college, because then I was able to stop myself from going any further, because I realized, I learned way more in India in three months than I did in two years in college. That's how I knew I wasn't learning anything. I was like, I'm not learning anything at all in college. Three years, 
three months in India, wiped out everything I did and caused tears. It wasn't even close. It was it was laughable. And I spent three thousand dollars or four thousand dollars in India on my my hope my apartment, my training, and you know, and living there, food and stuff like that. Four thousand dollars, forty five hundred dollars versus college, which is we all know how much that costs. Um, so when I look at it, I have to look at the what I went through, what I've experienced, what I've seen other people go through and experience, and what I can look at when I see companies giving training. Because, again, Gary, we all know there's so many venues you can go to right now online to get free training in almost every single area of IT. Free training. Yeah. And then on top of that, there's so many websites, companies, where people, experts, where experts give out training for very, very low cost. I'm talking about $5 for like 20 hours of video on how to learn this technology. There's so much training out there. So when you go to college, it's, it's not only focused on anything, which, but it's just, I just don't see the comparison to me is, is, is not even close. Uh, but again, that's not trying to say don't go to college because I think college is good for to me, certain um, fields, like, say, it's good for, like I said, scientists, doctors, um, what I say, um, you know, those type of fields when they need hands-on. But even then, I think they still could take a lot of their courses away. A lot of the classes, I think, could be ripped out that they don't really probably need at all. So as far as college is concerned, my experience and people I've dealt with, I have to say this. I don't want to say it's a waste of money and time, but gosh dang it, it's a waste of money and time. It's been dealing with the field of IT. And, and, and to, to, to confirm my, if anybody has any doubts of this, to, to not even waste any time, you can, you can verify this right now. Go to most job boards, Monster, um, JobServe, um, any job board you can think of, um, Dice, all these sites. Go to these sites right now and just Google, not Google, and just search network engineer or network administrator or systems administrator or database administrator, security player, whatever you want to do. Type it in. Look at the job description and go down to the requirements. A lot of it, if not most, job requirements no longer even have college degrees on there. And on top of that, when it does say they need a bachelor's degree or something like that, it's, it's not even a requirement, it's a if possible, or if you also have this, or if or if they have college degree there, it says must have college degree or five years experience or certification. It's no longer you must have a college degree. Like I, I don't see anywhere no more. I used to see it. I used to see it a lot, but now when I look at jobs, I don't even see like college degrees, bachelors, associates. Masters, it's not even a requirement anymore. Like they don't even, most jobs don't even care. They're, they're not even looking for that stuff anymore. They don't care. They're, they're not even caring about that stuff. That's, again, as far as IT is concerned, I'm not saying for doctors and you know scientists. Don't don't don't, don't go for interview for a a, a, a nuclear physics or mechanical engineering. <laughs> so John Michael said, I don't need to do all that no more. <laughs> no, 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 not for that kind of stuff now. You don't need your doctors for that, right? <laughs> but I'm saying in the IT field, what I've seen is most most companies aren't even looking for that that bachelor's degree 
or a master's degree, it's not going to hurt. It's not going to hurt at all. It's not going to hurt. But what I'm saying is, technology's moving too fast, people. It's, it's just moving too fast. And going to college for two, four years, you're going to be the college curriculums don't change every year. They don't change. They don't update to the technology coming out every year. They update every so often. They, they may update every year, but they don't update to the point of where they're changing their teaching methods. They're not. They're not changing their. They're not changing what, how they teach. They're not changing every um, item. Not, they're not changing every skill. They're just, um, how can I say, if you go to a lot of private companies getting training online, it'll be, they, they go to, they're constantly keeping up with technology. They're constantly updating their skills. And, and then in, in turn, they're creating courses on that and giving them to you. College, you have a professor who's probably not keeping up with technology. He's going off what he already has, which is probably old, and they're giving that to you. So when you're coming out of college, you're getting old stuff, and it's like, it's not even, they're not even, it's, it's just, to me, it's just, uh, now they do have new stuff in college, yes, but I just think that because of how fast technology's moving, and all these companies out there that give training, and that are keeping up with technology, and constantly I just think it's it's for IT anyways. It's just I don't want to say waste of time again, people, but it's it's close to a waste of time. It's just close to it. Um, you have to make your own decision what you want to do. Like I said, I went to India first, then I came back and went to college. Um, like I said that that was just because I thought it was a good idea. Like, hey, why not have it? But after realizing I was wasting my time and money, and and I wasn't really learning what I wanted to learn at all. I mean, at all, I was really upset and I dropped out. Um, so. Um, so that, that's what happened with me as far as college is concerned. Again, you can go check right now and go to a lot of job boards and you'll see your, you'll see, you'll see for yourself. It's not even a requirement. Like before I used to say bachelor's degree is required. That required word is not there no more when it, when, when it goes over bachelor's degree, when you see the associate's degree, it's not even required anymore. It's, it's or experience or certification or just sometimes even knowledge in the field. So it's, it's just, it is what it is now. So, I mean, that, that's just, uh, to further, one more, to further my explaining this, I, I was, I started, I started learning a new field, IoT. It does Internet of Things. It's the mm-hmm. Internet of Things, right? And uh, I decided to see what kind of jobs were out there. I believe it was AT&T had a job post. There's not that many jobs in IoT. It's a new field. Like, some technology is constantly building up. And now companies are starting to, embed IoT into their daily tasks and stuff like that. But they want to start, because it's helping out a lot of companies, especially factories and industrial companies, industrial uh, sectors. But I, AT&T had an IoT job here in Nashville. I was just getting into it, so I didn't apply for it. I wasn't that comfortable with it yet. But I thought I could have applied for it because it was a high-level position. It was a senior um, IoT network architect position. And the requirements were laughable. The requirements were this, people. This is what the requirements were. It wasn't a bachelor's degree. It wasn't a master's degree. It was college or experience or home. Get this, people. Home installed experience. Meaning, when they said home, they were talking about your own. If you have experience with this, installing it in your own home or in any home, you are now you can be considered for this senior IoT network architect position. 
That's what it's come down to, people. They just want to know if you know the technology. They don't care about the battery. They don't care about, do you know it? Do you know how to configure it? Do you know how to design it? If you know it, get interviewed. If you, if you, if you, if you please us, we're going to get you on board. That's all it's come down to that, people. To me, that's what it is. You want to know a certain skill set? Go, go find some training material for it. Go online. It's plenty, there's going to be plenty of material for it. Trust me. If it's a brand new technology, you might have to wait a while, you know, because it's brand new. But give it about a few months. Somebody's going to want some, some, some person who does this for a living, you know, trains technology is going to pick up on it and they're going to give a course on it. That's just how it is. And then you can go study it. And IoT is a new field, so there's not that many people who know it. That's why they're saying, if you have home song space, hey, come on, come aboard. We don't care. So that's just how, I, that's how I see it, people. Is, um, I just don't think it's a big deal like it used to be as far as college in the IT sector. Again, people, IT sector. I want to make sure people understand it's the IT sector I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there we go. That, that's why yeah. I still on college. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Uh, so what? I So I'm Googling now, like Indeed.com, IoT Cloud Architect, um, Blue Metal, Milwaukee, yeah. Wisconsin, 140 to 170K. <laughs> This this is a new field. I'm st- I'm, I've been studying this new field. I don't know nothing about IoT. I, I tell you right now, I don't know nothing about IoT. It's not traditional networking. It's different. And and it's just this is so. It's not IoT is not new. It's been around for years. You know, like I would say, it's been around for a long time. But how it, how it's transforming is sort of new. Within the last four or five years, it's been in the consumer market. You know, we got the smart. Um, we got the smart homes and stuff now. That's pretty much IoT, right? But now businesses are trying to incorporate that into the business to save money because IoT could save businesses a lot and crap loads of money. So they're trying to incorporate that into their business. Only thing is, nobody knows it like that, right? But there's no, so what they're, they're willing to pay money for people who know something about it to help them out. And as you, as you said, Gary, how much, they, how, much they, how much are they saying? 140 to 170 a year. Exactly, people. I mean, that's, pick up a book, pick up some videos. I hate reading. I hate, I hate reading people. Yeah. I, I have to watch videos for my training and play along with it and go along with the videos. But here's one time I finally got, you know what, I got to read. Because IoT was so new, I couldn't really find any books on it when I was trying to learn it. I'm still learning it. I had to actually pick up a book and read about it because there was no videos. <laughs> it, was too, it was too little a field in the industrial world that, there wasn't really that many um, good videos about it or good courses on it. Just say courses. There weren't that many good courses about it. So I had to actually pick up a book. And lo and behold, I'm torturing, I'm torturing myself. I have to read. So I hate reading. But yeah, I have, that's how you know it's a newer field. If there's not that many courses on it from anybody, you have to pick up a book and read about it. So that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm still reading my book. I'm about 60% done now. But um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's interesting, people. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Wow, I, dude, there's like another one. It's 145 to 190. That's crazy. It's a what's well, a yeah. Python Python Dang, Django engineer, Django. Um, it's a startup, Elevano, in uh, California. Yeah, that's, I just typed IoT in like Indeed. That's all I typed, and like on the on the left is like ranges from like 55 to 135. That's that's great. That's great, dude. That's awesome. Boy, yeah. that's, 
And, and, and what a lot of people got to understand is you don't have to come in making the big bucks. I mean, if, if you're brand new to IT, you're not going to come in making like that. I mean, I don't know if anybody, man, I guess if you have like a photographic memory and you can like remember stuff off top of your head so you don't have to keep reading it over and over and over again, then yes. But, um, I mean, here's one of the people, and this is why I say a lot of times to people who say that there's not enough jobs out there or, or that technology is going to be, robots are going to take the jobs away and this and that. And I say, no, 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 people, that, that's not the case. Um, I like to listen to um, speakers about life and speakers about um, history and stuff like that. I like to start that stuff, you know, every once in a while, whenever I, not like, not like I go searching for it, but if I come across it, I like to listen to it. And um, there's one who called Yoke Brooks. He says, you know, hey, every generation or every like 10, 15, 20, 30 years, they always say, hey, the robots want to take these jobs away. Yes, 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 yes. They've been saying this forever. AS job robots take jobs away. But guess what job robots also do, people? They also create a lot of jobs. Not just robots, technology in general. Technology comes, it's going to, it's by nature, it's going to remove jobs that they're made to, you know, tasks, um, robots, new technology, they're there to replace certain tasks. They're there to make your life easier, right? So, naturally, if there was a job that used to do that, task or whatever, you know, that job was for. And if there's a new technology comes out for that task now, then that task, that person's going to be longer for that task. But then what's needed now is somebody to take care of that new technology or robot. And usually the jobs that need to take care of that and to start designing that stuff and improve it are way more than that one person did their job. So usually technology builds upon itself and more jobs build upon itself. That's why now if you go on job boards for IT, there's so many open jobs. I mean, I don't, I'm still confused how people search no jobs. I'm like, dude, there's a lot of jobs out there. There's, there's a crap load of jobs out there. You just, you just gotta wanna find what you, what you like to do, find your niche and go learn it and you'll probably get a job. Um, so, I mean, um, there, there, there's a lot of jobs out there. It's nice. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more, dude. It's, it's, yeah, there's lots of jobs. You just have to go out and get them. Um, t- tell me, tell me like, um, what's some good, uh, what's some good websites you go to for training you yourself that you go to? So depending on what I want to train for. So sometimes I have to Google and just hopefully find that there is somebody giving a training on it. Like I see, I had to just Google and I, I, I even went to Amazon and bought a Kindle book. I bought two Kindle books. I'm still on the first one, but, um, I've been lazy. I ain't gonna lie. I've been, I've been lazy too, people. You know, I'm human. <laughs> I get lazy, but, uh. Um, but no, um, when I, when I like to go for training for, for videos, I usually go on Udemy. I mean, that's, that's, that's a really good place to go. Um, you have, um, I'm trying to think of this one place, Linda, Linda.com, that's L-Y-N-D-A.com. They have, it's, it's, it's like Udemy, people giving training. Some are experts, some are newbies, but training is training. You can go along with it. And it's good. Usually you can see, usually people go through the training and they give ratings on it and people give their expressions on if it's a good course or not. <laughs> so um, you'll be able to see like that. Um, Udemy, Linda. Also, there are a lot of colleges out there, universities, who actually give their free, starting to give out free, I guess you could say, their, their, their programs online. The only thing is you can't get, you can't get the, 
the accolades of actually going there and get taking the test and having it being able to say you're a bachelor. But you, a lot of colleges give, um, not a lot, but a few colleges give their curriculum online. And some colleges, which I'm starting to like, I, I can't remember what the name of the colleges are. I've, I've seen them, I've read about them, I, I haven't actually, um, I guess you could say, gone to them to do the courses. But some colleges now are being more specific on technology and giving that online for free. So that's, that's a new term ahead for me, but that's, I can't remember the name of the colleges that do that, but you guys can check them out. Some colleges actually are starting to put more, as far as IT is concerned, and I'm talking about IT in the sense of networking, um, analytics and IT, artificial intelligence, all these fields. A lot of, um, I've seen a few colleges actually put their courses online for free where you just go watch them, take the course and apply for it online and start watching for free. So that, that's also, a, a, I guess you could say, a surprise to me, but I'm liking it. I'm liking where some of those colleges are going with that. That's pretty cool. But I, I have to look, look back, look into that. I wasn't um, expecting to think, remember that, but I just remember that. But like you, Demi, Linda, for sure. You have other places like IE, very expensive. Now, those are really, really focused, really expert, experts. Are, I wouldn't say the top experts in the field that got their These are just people who are experts in the field, start their own company, and they're all they do is give training on specific technologies. But they're experts. If you want to become an expert, just listen to them. IME is a perfect one. They have Amazon, Cisco, Microsoft stuff. They have a lot of company stuff for specific training. You can go there. Yeah, CBT Nuggets, another place to go for training. Uh, they, they have a lot of stuff as well. You have, there's, there's, there's just a lot. Try to, uh, I mean, you have YouTube. I mean, people don't know YouTube is the freest of them all. <laughs> and honestly, trust me, there, there are a, a whole bunch, a whole bunch of, of good, I don't, I just want to say just training, but good stuff on YouTube as well. I use YouTube not all the time because I have these, I'm, I have, uh, I guess you could say, um, what do you call them, subscriptions with other sites, but there, there's, there's lots of YouTube people. You can almost type in anything and it'll pop on YouTube. Now, they won't be like, I guess you could say, hours, like 10 hour long training sessions, but if you want to learn a specific task or I do something real quick, you should go to YouTube and learn it or figure it out. Um, so that, that's, that's good as well. There's, there, I mean, there's so many things out there, man. I mean, I can't really name. There's just, I name my things that I use, but I mean, don't just use what I use. Here's the thing. There's different people who make websites, make companies for training for different technologies, for different things. Uh, Udemy is like a pool of everything. You can learn how to cook, clean, you know, learn how to be a, become a mechanic if you, if you got the right stuff to do it. There are people who are experts in their field who go on Udemy and create courses to show you how to do stuff of what you want to do. And if these aren't BS courses. These are actual people giving good courses. I mean, giving good training. These are experts in their field and they're being honest about their training. It's just like a professor giving you training. That's what you see what they're doing. Instead of being at a college, they're on Udemy. Just think of Udemy as a college and whatever course you want to take, whatever route you want to go, just go there and look for it and I'm sure there's a course for it. Some of these courses are 10 hours long, some of them are 8 hours long, some are 5 hours long. So these aren't, these aren't courses where just people are just playing around, jumping around, doing jumping jacks. They're actually giving real training. It's good stuff. But again, 
I just there's just too many online. There, there's there's a, there's a lot of websites out there who give really good training on a lot of different things. So I mean, there's there's you just gotta again, you can just you can always just do this right here, people. If you're not sure where to go, just type in what you want to learn. If you're not sure what you want to learn, just type in what you like to do, and just, and then after that, put training after it or or class or course. And I guarantee you a whole bunch of websites you never heard will pop up. And that's all you need to know. And just go find this one that suits you for price and uh, what you think is the best, you know, uh, as far as... And also look at the reviews. You want to look at reviews. If there are reviews, look at, look at the reviews because you don't want to take a course somebody just chewing their thumbs looking at you in the camera. <laughs> <laughs> well, what... what, uh, what um, so IoT, right? That's... Uh... Uh, Internet of Things, what like an AWS, Amazon Web Services. Um, so, so, what is it? A AWS uh, yeah, yeah. services, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, as far as IoT, now, now Amazon Web Services is is a service that Amazon offers. This is part of their. Amazon is a pretty big company. They they do a lot of things. So, if anybody on this listening to this podcast knows Amazon offers a lot of services. They don't just offer music. They don't just offer movies, as we all know. They don't just offer Kindle books and stuff like that. They don't just offer a website you can go to and buy stuff and have it at your house the next day or the same day. They offer actual IT solutions. So there's a whole new section of Amazon called AWS, which is Amazon Web Services. It's aws.amazon.com. And it is ridiculous. It is where you can run, they have their own, who like this people? Who likes video games, right? I like video games. I play video games whenever I have time. Amazon now has their own. I just saw this, I'm, I use AWS myself for my own stuff. But Amazon now within our own AWS cloud have a platform to where you can program video games, use your own platform. If you don't have a show on the PC, don't worry. You can use it on their platform. It's their own engine to help with other engines to build your own platform to build games on it. This is how robust it is. If you want to, if you want to uh, say you're a data, say you want to become a database engineer, Amazon has their own database platform to where you can build almost any type of database you want. You, they have okay, let's do like this. They have it to where if you're a programmer, you want to come up with a program to use spatial recognition. Amazon has in, in AWS and already ready. Facial recognition service you can use. All you have to do is just make it work with your pro application. So there, there's if you want a website, Amazon has that on there. Doing that services, Amazon has that. I mean, there's, there's just there's over. I, I have to say there's over 100 services Amazon can offer you right now in the AWS. And almost every month they have something new on there. Um, so it, it's it's robust. It's very robust, and a lot of companies use it. Like banks use it. I want to say, um, I don't know. Governments use it. Well, governments use it. I know that for a fact. Governments use it. I said banks. Oil companies use it. Uh, almost a lot of companies use it. Google has one as well. Google has their own um, web service. It's not called that, but it's, I think it's called Google Cloud. Google, Google Cloud has it. Uh, Microsoft has their own. Microsoft Azure has another cloud. Cloud. cloud uh, I think talking about people. Amazon has Amazon Azure. No, Microsoft has Microsoft Azure, which is their own cloud platform to offer services 
IBM has their own. There's a lot of there's a lot of third party companies that have their own. But Amazon's probably one of the biggest. They have just a ridiculous amount of stuff that you can do on there. Um, so Amazon Web Services and IoT do go together because and so does Google. I just want to call Amazon, but Google, Amazon, IBM, all the offer IoT solutions, but I've been playing around with Amazon because that's what I have and I'm used to it. Uh, and um, yeah, Amazon IoT, the Internet Things. I don't even I don't know where to begin with Internet Things, man. It's it's a <laughs> it's a crazy it's a crazy topic. Um, you want you want me to get into IoT? I'm looking at yeah, I'm looking at like um, you know Dice.com, and there's so many jobs, dude, in IoT. Yeah, I mean, again, just I want to say this much. Just just I just started learning IoT. I want to say last. The end of last year. When I looked on a lot of IoT jobs, I haven't looked in a while, but there were some jobs, but there weren't that many, you know. But like I said, companies are are in a rush right now to find solutions. Let me put it this way, people. This is what IoT could do for companies, and this is why you, you would see why companies are so big on IoT and why it's, why it's, why why it's becoming a boom in the IT industry. And this is this is from me reading from my book. So, excuse me if uh, I sound uh, <laughs> like um, a robot or something like this. Uh, no, I'm not reading. I'm trying to remember for my book. Um, I read it. I just this section I just read actually the other day. Now, right now I'm on a section in, within the IoT book where it's, read, it's talking about industries that it's good for. It's good for almost all industries, but they're focusing on these industries. They're, they're focusing on oil and gas industry uh, and the factory industry and others. But right now I only read the factory and oil, oil and gas industries. So, for instance, like the factory industry, IoT is good because in the old days, you used to have operational technology and informational technology. I had no clue about operational technology, so I started learning about IoT. So, operational technology, factories didn't have that. But the difference was you had a machine and you had a human interface attached to the machine. And you had to have one person go to each machine and write down stuff and to turn the knob to fix it to this, to put it to that. And that's a lot of time and money spent. And if something some messed up in a factory, it took a lot of downtime and a lot of money was wasted. Like millions of dollars wasted trying to fix one, one piece. Now with IoT, what's happening is a machine is talking to another machine, communicating with each other. So you have a drill who's drilling this piece of plastic and you have this other m machine who's cooling off the piece of plastic from being drilled. You know, it gets hot. So this machine starts getting hot. There's a thermostat on it with a sensor. The sensor alerts the, the other sensor on the machine. Hey, I'm getting hot. That sensor thing then talks to the other machine and says, hey, I'm getting hot. Spray me. That machine sprays them. And that machine says, okay, let me send this data to the data center so this person can look at the data so he doesn't have to walk all the way down here to see what's going on. And it's just pretty much, our team just pretty much machines talking to each other and it's sending information somewhere where it could be analyzed and then acted upon in a timely manner. So now, instead of a machine breaking, you're not knowing about it, having to have downtime, now you can have it to where, because of the analytics, because of the ones and those being crunched in a data center, now you can determine if a machine's about to fail before it happens, and now it could be fixed for, before it breaks, and now, voila, no downtime, no millions of dollars wasted, now you save tens of millions of dollars from a downtime, all because of IoT, because the machines not talking to each other. So that, that's one benefit. Now you can see where it's beneficial, now, use your mind to expand how that can be used in almost any industry. And now, IoT, all IoT is, is 
a sensor, a motion sensor, a thermostat, uh, electrical sensor, a seismic sensor, all types of sensors, and a bunch of sensors using those sensors with wireless device, with wireless communication, with, uh, there's a whole bunch of protocols for that, with uh, either or cabling connections to the devices and having gateways to crunch all that information and share that information with other devices, have those devices share information with other devices, have a, a machine that crunches all that information and analyzes it and predicts stuff, when stuff should be fixed, when stuff should be replaced, and a person then going out and servicing it, was like that. All that stuff is helpful. The easy way to break our die like this, people, let's do it like this simpler. Let's take it even simpler. Let's say you're going to Target. You're going to the bathroom, right? You try to pull a, a napkin out of the, the um, what do you call it, the automatic rollers or the ones you have to spin. There's only one sheet left. What has to happen? It has to wait to be cleaned up and fixed until somebody comes and changes it every day or whatever. They, they check it every day. That person's wasting time. The company's wasting money, giving that person money to come check it every day. Now what if they have an IoT device in there that says, whenever we get to only 10 sheets left or 50 sheets left, let's, oh, let's send a signal to corporate to tell them we need to be refilled. So now we only need to send somebody out here where we're only down to 10 sheets instead of every day wasting money. That, that alone saves money, saves time. Now that person needs sent somewhere else to do something else instead of wasting his time going there, checking, checking all, that's just one bathroom, checking every bathroom's you know, napkin roll, sheets are full. Now he checks it. He doesn't need to go to each one. Now he's getting alerts on the cell phone. He's chilling on the beach now. He's chilling. Oh, now I need to go change this, this, this napkin roller. They're getting low. Now you can change that one. That's it for the day. He don't have to go to 100 rollers and check them one by one, wasting all the time and money. Now he's just going to one because he got an alert on it. And that's IoT for you. Machines talking to machines to predict stuff. And it helps companies save a lot of money. A lot of money, people. And the companies try to figure out ways they can use IoT to help their day-to-day -day business and operations. And if you, if you look at it that way, you'll see why they're willing to pay a lot of money. Have to have somebody or some people or Google people come in and figure out how to use IoT to save the money. And that's why I can, see, and that's why I can understand why companies spend a lot of money. They want to save money. <laughs> so that, that, that's the big pushing IoT to save money and to satisfy the customer better. Um, make, it could be used in the food industry, restaurants. It could be used in a lot of places. It's, it's just, that's just how key. It's just good. Wow. That's and nice. that's, that's the thing right there, Gary. Technology taking away jobs, but it's also giving jobs. Because now companies are going to be more creative now, right? They're going to start thinking of things to do. You're going to need people to program the IoT devices now. You're going to need people to, so it's, just, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a snowball, not a snowball effect, but it's an effect of, I take us away, I give us. I know it's backwards, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something's going on here, but it's working, so I, I guess. Uh, but hey, that, that's what it is, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, maybe I can explain the best IoT, but I think I, I think I do some of I got, I do a little decent, uh, okay with it, I guess. But um, that sounds pretty much IoT in a, in a, in a, in a nutshell is it helps our businesses and it helps our customers, consumers. Everybody's getting benefit from it. Um, even the workers getting benefit from it because he doesn't have to spend his whole day doing something and now he can just be notified about when it needs to be taken care of instead of having to manually check every single day, every single second. You know, now it could be notified of when the sentence needs issues or when the sentence needs help. And that, that's the difference now between all machines, 
you know, old scenarios where every machine kept to himself, didn't communicate with no other machine. Now you have twin machines communicating with each other, devices communicate with each other, and let them know, hey, I need help. Hey, I need help. Okay, we'll send you this. Okay, we'll do this. And it, that's how it is. That's, that's nice. It's nice. That's that's awesome technology. I can't wait for it, man. Actually, I mean, do you, it's already here in the home. And a lot of consumers use it. They probably ignore it, but they use lots of use it already. They don't even know it, but it's it's almost it's just now companies are trying to use it in, in the industry more than than they were before. And that's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, one more thing. Yeah. Another quick example is a company with lights in the, in the, uh, Oh yeah. Uh, fluorescent lights, right? Well, before fluorescent lights were powered by power cables, power cables are expensive. They're very expensive to install sticks that they get broken. They're very expensive. And fluorescent lights are expensive too. Now companies who who know about IoT, now they need IoT engineers to come in, not just for networking and stuff, not just for gears. Now they need, now IoT move into lights because, now you get LED lights, which are cheaper than fluorescent lights. But now instead of having a power cable connected to the lights, you have an internet cable connecting to the lights, connecting to a switch. Now the switch is powering these lights, saving a whole bunch of money. Not only that, now you get to connect the lights to the network. Now the lights can be analyzed. Now the lights can be monitored. Now the lights can be connected to a thermostat. Now the lights can be connected to the, to the motion sensor and all these other things. And now it can be like somebody walks in the room, the motion sensor detects it. The motion sensor acts as a thermometer. Hey, thermometer. How hot or cold is it in here? The thermometer tells the HVAC is too hot. Somebody's here. Turn on HVAC. Go up a little bit. Oh, nice. HVAC tells the light, hey, we're good. Then the HVAC tells the, the, the automatic uh, blinders, you know, the window blind, whatever you call them things, the uh, window shade things. Dim the, dim the light a little bit on the sun because we're going to turn the AC on. We don't want to get too hot in here. So that's what IoT is. Everybody communicating with each other to be more efficient. You know, so that's, you know, IoT, it's a, I think it's a good industry and I'm jumping into that bad boy. <laughs> you can see why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, oh, I wanted to ask you, right, was, uh, so like, um, you know, a lot of people work from home and, um, a lot of people work, you know, butt in seat type of thing where they're sitting in and the manager can see you, blah, 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 right? And all that. And we, I, I, I sometimes call them leaders. I sometimes call them managers. Depends on what kind of leadership technique they have. Anyway, um, so, so, so what's your take, man? Do you do more work from home or do you do more work when you're butt in seat at work? People can see you. Which more, what, work, what more work do you do on either case? Well, for me, I, uh, I have to say honestly, man, well, I work, as you know, I work two days from home every week. Yeah. So I, get, I get to work from home every, every, uh, every week. Um, and I like that. I mean, it's good. I don't always stay at home. A lot of times I go to the cafe, sit at the cafe work, or I'll go parents' house, something like that, or friend's house. But... Honestly, I get a lot of work done from home. Just, it's more, I don't, I mean, I get a lot of work done at work too. Don't get me wrong, but it's, I would always say I get more, but I get pretty much the same output at home than at work. It's not, it's not, it's not like I'm super at home and I 
do a lot more. But sometimes I do do more. You know, I get I get zoned out, especially when I'm at a cafe. When I'm at a cafe, I don't know what it is about a cafe for me, anyways. And I don't go to like the I go to like a mom and pop's cafe. I don't go to like a, a main pop's cafe. Like I go to like mom and pop's cafe, but it don't matter to me. When I go to a cafe, I just zone out, and I don't know what it is. To proof off, when I go to a cafe to study, like I'll leave my house because if I stay at home and try to do anything, I'll get distracted most of the time. Um, if I go to a cafe and, I, and I, I'm trying to study, I'm zoned out. I don't know what it is, but I'll study for like five, six hours straight. And I'll lose my time. Like, oh, what the heck? Like I'm playing a video game. I'm like, what the heck? And I'm just like, wow, I like it. So I, I go to cafes and I'm a lot, especially when I study. But for work from home, I have no problem working from home. It's like there's no drop off of work for me whatsoever. There's none. Actually, more relaxed, better. Uh, it's, I've been, I've been really, I've been just better. I've had more time to go to gym and stuff. Just for me, you know, I've been able to get a lot done. Um, when I say more time to go to gym is, I guess I'm more, more energy when I work from home. I have more energy. I have more something when I work from home because I do a lot more stuff. I get more stuff done. And not because I'm slacking, it's not because I'm slacking off <laughs> and uh, not working. It's just, I don't have more energy. I don't know what it is. Uh, not more energy. I don't know, I don't know how to explain to people. It's just, when I work from home, I guess I'm looking forward to it and I get the work done. And really because I have good managers too. They know we're working. All the work is done. And as long as you're doing that, I think it's, it's, it's not a bad, not a bad thing. Noise. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I'm the same way, dude. I work from home two days a week myself. And um, I, yeah, I get more work done at home. Actually, I think I'm more efficient than butt in seat myself. I think a lot of companies are going that way, right? Like they're going where, you know, their, their technology is moving them towards like work from home, you know, where they can, okay, just work from home. Because it, it saves a lot of money for the company. They don't have to have as much infrastructure anymore um do you know any do you know any job places that well do you know any websites actually off the top of your head that um do uh work from home like that's like like an indeed.com for like work from home like the you know the number one site for work from home do you know any of those yes there is one there is one called um virtual vocations okay Virtual uh, vocations, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, the virtual vocations. There's another one. I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, let me let me see if I can find it real quick. Okay. Hey, hold on one second. My thing just went dead again. I don't know what's going on with this thing. What your phone? My phone. My my headpiece. Hold on. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, this I, this, I, this would this would be the time when we insert commercial, <laughs> but. I don't have a commercial, so I'll just like play it by ear. This episode is brought to you by not McDonald's, <laughs> not Pepsi. Okay, it's back on. I don't know what happened. Okay, all right. I, I yeah. My anchor is not showing that I'm recording anymore. It's weird. I'm showing you recording here. So okay, yeah, I see you. That's good at least. Let's put on. I'll be for one second. What's that? I have to be for one second. There's a motorcycle driving by. A what? Oh. Yeah. What's that? 
What? Oh, yeah. So, um, um, so they're okay. Everybody listening to this podcast at the end of the show or in the show notes, I'm actually going to put all these links that we're talking about, like the Udemy, the link, Linda, um, the, the one that John was talking about, the, the college courses one, that's uh, edX.org. Uh, the INE is um, uh, a company that does um, Cisco, Amazon, uh, a lot of different things. And wow. I'm going to put all those in the show notes. Um, afterwards, especially uh, um, virtual vocations one. That seems like a pretty good one, actually, right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, if you, John, yeah, if you know one, because, um, like, the target audience, right, they're like high school or people just want to get an IT. I already think I told you that already. So like, um, and also like, also can be my target audience could be like people already in the IT industry already. And they're like, they're just sick and tired of being sick. And th- they're just tired of like working at a job. Like they get a job, but they don't like want to be in the office. You know, they're like, I have to drive an hour just to get in the office or 30 minutes or whatever it is. Um, just in the office to sit down, butt in seat for eight hours and then go home where I could just like wake up, you know, at 6 a.m., right? And then just like do house chores and then go uh, do, you know, work from home basically. And then so you, you're just like, you can take your lunch at home or whatever, you know, and uh, at the end of the day, you're off. And then you're, you know, uh, there's probably some compensation for um, like a on-call type of thing, you know? So, yeah, I mean, they, there was a company out there that did, um, uh, uh, I forget the name of the top of my head, but they talked about, um, it's like 100 square feet, roughly, of uh, space people need to work from home, roughly, right? In a nice, quiet environment and like a Logitech uh, headset and a laptop. So you're looking at if you, like you're a company and you want somebody to work from home, you're looking at like a Logitech like a Logitech headset, let's say, right? And a laptop. That's about, together, that's like $30 and like probably $500. It's $530, $50. And then you want to get them a phone, what a company phone. That's like 20 bucks or 100 bucks. You're looking at like 600 bucks roughly. And then you probably want to get them like, um, oh gosh, some um, maybe something, oh, like a like a wireless puck, you know, like a... Um, a mobile hotspot, basically. That's like 50 bucks a month right there. So if you just think about a year's expenses, uh, that's what? 600 bucks uh, plus, um, yeah, plus uh, 500 and some odd dollars. 600. So you're looking at probably 1,500 bucks max. You know, first, like for the 100 square feet versus like, you know, you put somebody in your office and you have to put a chair and you have to put a desk and just those two things right there are probably like 1100 bucks right there. Not to mention the laptop. I mean, the laptop with the monitor or the CPU or the um, cubicle portion, right? That, that wraps around it. So yeah, it's, uh, it's just cheaper really to go work from home uh, for a company as well. So they, hopefully they'll adopt it eventually. Right. And just figure it out. I, I know it's kind of harder if you're like, uh, you know, like, um, if you're like a retail working retail, you really can't do that. Cause you need to be in the office and you need to sell stuff. You need to be at the actual office, like your merchandise person where you sell goods and services, um, for a company at their actual place, like a place, place is like a mall. That'd be kind of hard to work from home. 
but I'm sure it can be done if uh, if it's a if it's a management type of job. Um, what what type of um, um, what type of entry level salary is it for? Um, say like in oh gosh, AWS. Well, we already looked at that, right? But you already went. We already went to it. I think right it was like. Uh, no experience, right? Rough and roughly, you get a cert, AWS, and you're good. Probably, what you think? You you think if you know nothing, but you get the cert, you have the knowledge of the cert, obviously, right? And you take like say three months to get it. Um, what do you think? Eighty thousand, seventy thousand? I mean, if it's if it's offered it to you at one hundred fifty, one hundred seventy, with some some years of experience, what would it be for that person who knows nothing? They just like okay. From zero to three months, I'm learning this, you know, AWS cert. Uh, what do you think? Eighty thousand? What would you think? What would you guesstimate they would pay for it, or the company would uh, would um, uh, pay them? Exactly around what you said. Right, eighty thousand. Wow, that's good, dude. That's like well, walking in like eighty k. Thank you. Thank it, you. Also, <laughs> it also depends on your uh, your uh, how you, I guess, bring yourself in here if you were not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. You have a a range. And if you fail, if you not fail, but do over on a interview. So, so the recruiters like the recruiter thinks they're like, oh, uh, lowballing you. Like, oh yeah, we're only going to give this person eighty k. You know, like aha, uh-huh. but they don't know like that person just worked at McDonald's like two months ago, right? And they listen to this podcast. Oh man, I'm I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm going. I'm getting the AWS. I'm done, son. <laughs> good times, dude. That's awesome, man. Yeah, good times. So what, man? Uh, how can people get in contact with you, John? Well, I'm still. Well, you mean like socially? You're like Twitter and all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they want to get in contact with me. They can uh, they can use my Twitter, but that's for the gaming uh, channel. Okay. I'm still working on the other channel. Okay. I'm still a little bit on this this, world, this side of the world of uh, social media. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still working on those channels. So what on this? Uh, 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 so you're gonna create. Uh, you have your own podcast, right? What What's your podcast name? And, and uh, What's your podcast name, and how can people find you on your podcast? Right now, uh, talk TOC. Say, sorry, say that again. I'm sorry. It is TOC Space News. Okay, I'll link that in the show notes. Actually. Um, for that uh, that that podcast uh, n- number name whatever it is not n- uh, name sorry so I'll uh, put in that in the podcast yeah that's awesome man yeah, man. yeah. Well, you got anything else you want to say to the, the audience uh, about jobs yes there's a lot of things man I mean this, this thing can go on forever yeah dude okay man well perhaps another time dude that I'd love to really um, do another uh, podcast with you uh, sometime, but uh, like appreciate you know appreciate you coming on podcast, man. Really appreciate. We'll have to uh, get another one going soon. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, that'd be nice, dude. That'd be nice. Yeah, I'll put all the information in the show notes so uh, you'll have it. So, John, I appreciate it, man, for coming on the podcast. And uh, have yourself a good weekend, man. Oh, before I go, um, yeah. Talk News right now, but I may change the name later because that, that talk news is mainly for my youtube channel for uh actual news so that will probably be changing on here but I, I, for now it's, it's going to be that okay so i'll change it i'll put it in and uh you know if it changes let me know i'll change i'll change the uh i'll change the uh, uh the podcast information about it good yeah all right man i'll talk to you later dude Hey man, uh, just let me know when that's going to be and uh, we'll, we'll let the uh, audience hear us again. Okay, sure. Out. All right, man, bye.